Welcome everybody to this episode of the ISI Life podcast. On today's conversation, we sit down with Dave Regula from Track Athletics, and we tease out the fitness element of the ISI Life wheel, touch on a wide variety of topics, some fitness, some not fitness, and it's just a great conversation, and I hope everybody enjoys. Stay sharp. All right, Dave, Track Athletics, thanks for being here today. This is awesome. I'm excited to chat with you. Um, and really want to talk and, you know, hone the conversation, obviously, in on, on fitness and wellness and, you know, living our best life and living big in that regard. But um, before we get into all that, I just I want to get a chance for people who are listening that don't know you and don't know your whole background to know a little bit about, um, you know, where you grew up and kind of how you got to this point um, of running this amazing organization. So give us a little background. All right. Well, first, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> excited. I'm excited to talk. Uh, I am a little nervous, I'll be honest. Uh, so my background is probably a little bit different uh, for someone that owns a fitness business or a company like that. I grew up uh, Northeast Ohio, uh, down in Akron, Metropolis. Uh, LeBron <laughs> and I nice. uh, grew up playing sports, the normal kind of kid thing around here. Mm-hmm. Um, went away to college to the East Coast uh, to play football and somehow got sucked into the uh, that financial world funnel, which is big in the Northeast and the school that I went to. Uh, and that led me to Chicago, uh, where I went right to the <laughs> Chicago Mercantile Exchange, which if you aren't familiar with it, um, maybe you've seen like Ferris Bueller or um, some of these <laughs> other movies, it's a large number of uh, whatever the more dominant personality is than type A is yeah. those people. <laughs> yeah. uh, Remember you had your spot and you told me about Yeah, and a really tight group yelling and screaming at each other. Uh, we basically just tried to make money for ourselves. Um, pretty noble cause there. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of purpo- um, a lot of purpose. Yeah, but when you're, 20, when you're 22 and really competitive and Come missed on. that. Yeah, I came out of a locker room basically in college. Yeah. And I went right into a locker room at work. You yeah. know, male dominated, like aggressive, but super fun and competitive environment. And it suited my, my life skills at the time, kind of math based. And um, it was amazing, but saw, uh, saw the best and the worst in people. Yeah. Which is honestly, that's kind of a blessing in its own in its own right, right getting, there, right? front row seat for... Yeah. Yes, really, really interesting. Um, did that for, wow, 16 or 17 years. Uh, and then met, met my wife wow. kind of halfway through in Chicago. She was playing professional softball at the time. And then saw some things that I didn't really uh, appreciate or enjoy as much down mm-hmm. the trading floor. People start to kind of implode over time health-wise and... Um, you got a little glimpse of the future if you kind of yeah stay, you start stay to see way. yeah things didn't make sense when you see people that have unlimited funds unlimited time mm. um, and awful health and happiness that they would probably have rated a one or two out of ten uh, mix that in with some people dying <laughs> from you know drug overdoses stress wow. overdoses I mean there you saw a couple people go down actually on the trading floor like, which is a whole yeah it's a whole nother thing wow. where like Trading doesn't stop when someone goes down. A couple people around them might make some space for them to, to wow. wriggle around on the floor. But the show goes on. Show goes on. The paramedics come wow. in, and that's it. You know, so stuff like that is you makes were, you. This happened, right? Yeah, 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 wow. for sure. Um, and it's happened. It's funny. It happened wow. to a guy that I was friends with since I left. Wow. You know, I'm still in touch with everyone yeah. down there. You can't leave that life, but. Um, so I, I never lost that love of fitness, basically. And Lauren and I, mm-hmm. uh, Lauren's my wife, we midway through got into CrossFit back in the infancy of CrossFit in mm-hmm. 2007, I think, became owners of the first, or co-owners uh, of the first CrossFit in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, which was awesome back in the day. Okay. Um, watched that whole thing grow up. I didn't know that. I knew that you were involved in CrossFit up there. I didn't realize that you had co-owned a, a, a gym up there, actually. Yeah, that was like where, because I always yeah. had that entrepreneurial yeah. bug, right? Yeah. So we went, started going. I found out about CrossFit in late, maybe late 06. It was still my, early on, yeah. Yeah, one of my little brothers was in the SEAL teams, and he actually did his cert with Glassman. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's how long no ago. That's um, <laughs> yeah. And so Castro, it was Dave Castro and Glassman. Castro was his buds instructor and forced their class to go do the cert with wow. Glassman. 
And so he called me. He's like, you got to check out. you like it. You know, I was doing triathlons at the time, which is a different animal. Yeah. It's not really good for a guy my size. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good swimmer. Oh, it was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so I got, I got into CrossFit. We got into owning that gym and feeling that community and seeing what like the, the health could do, you know, boots yeah. on the ground kind of thing. And then over time, when I got that bug and it started to take over my brain, we started coaching, getting certifications. Mm-hmm. And then finally, everything kind of came to a head and we just decided to, this is it. We're doing this on our own. Wow. Um, we're out of here. Basically, we had small kids. Like, I'm out. Yeah. Um, and we... Three kids at the time. Three, yeah, three kids. Yeah, like we talked about uh, two, four, and five put our house on the market. It sold first weekend. Like, Oh, <laughs> here we go. And you knew you were coming back to, yeah, we looked around, yeah. we looked at uh, Denver and Austin and some of the like mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I mean, like family was here. Yeah. I mean, Akron's cool. Let's be honest. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah family's here good. and it's just a great place to raise kids and do the whole thing. Um, so we came here and it took about a year to get off the ground. Really, really horribly stressful to be honest. Um, hmm. Yeah. But we're open. We're running. Yeah, and, and growing and celebrating almost a little over four years, right? Five years. Yeah. 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 Come. So I think this will be this will be year four in yeah, June, the summer the well, anniversary. So that's awesome. Yeah, Congrats. doing some cool stuff. Yeah. Thanks, man. It's it's an amazing facility. I mean, I've only been there maybe three, four times, but I love if I'm in town. It's like prioritize my schedule to be, you know, hitting a workout. Yeah. On track. It's, it's awesome. a bright spot in my day. Still, I forget because I, I get in the hole of trying to build the business, work on the business. Yeah. Like everyone else does. And then I go into the gym like, man, I love the gym. <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, it's interesting. I mean, you talked about, it's one of the things we talk about at, at ISI is the, you know, the, the wheel of life and, um, you know, keeping uh, faith at the center and all those different areas kind of balanced, right? Um, balanced and or prioritized. And it seems like your experience back on the trading floor was that there was a lot of imbalance in these people's lives, you know, in terms of just in it for the money. And maybe they had a lot of funds, but the other areas were total flat spots. Is that kind of what you saw? In total flat spots. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, it's really hard. I think it's hard unless you see it ground zero to understand just how out of whack yeah. people can get. It's crazy. But when you're, that's your environment, you don't know any different. Yeah. Like I can totally see how people got that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, I was lucky. I was super lucky. The company that I worked for, yeah. I mean, I could have gone to work for anybody. They came to recruit at Dartmouth. And so this is a connection I had. The guys that I started on the floor with so many guys, happened to work for companies that weren't family-based like mine was they worked for Hmm. a guy that maybe was into drugs or was into Hmm. you know whatever the all the things you can get into in vegas (laughs) and so that person their mentor was that guy yeah and so you're drawn that direction while i was drawn i spent thanksgiving you know at my boss's house with his kids so that's kind of i was lucky but maybe maybe it's not lucky you find who you're you're drawn to or whatever that's uh, my hat's off to you to make a switch, you know, to go 15, 16 years in an industry and then, you know, make a pivot like you have. And, um, I know you have so much passion for what you guys are doing now and it probably for you, I would imagine seems like it's where you were meant to be all along, you know, in your spot that you're in now. Yeah. It's funny. You, everything at uh, when we made the switch, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a pretty big decision. Like yeah. I could have ridden it out or we could have ridden it out. Sure. He's all, I have all, so many friends still there doing yeah. really well. Um, but you kind of get out a piece of paper, like, all right, am I equipped to do what I want to do? Mm-hmm. And it was funny to look back at all these things in my life that had kind of led in that direction. You know, like being in the pit, you you have to become a good communicator. You have to learn how to get along with all different kinds of people hmm. because you're standing chest you to have, back and shoulder to shoulder yeah, with you have to be, yeah. people that you're fighting for your your lunch money your with. Livelihood, yeah. Yeah. So you, but you still have to get along with them. You stand next to the same person for 15 years. So you have, you learn that stuff, right? And that's something that helps us now. Like yeah. you learn, you know, how to understand people and it, it just, it was all preparation, all and, and, preparation. And yeah, for, for, now. for sure. We tried to pull the good stuff out of everything. That is, that is awesome. Very cool. So here we are, you're running this amazing organization. Um, I love all the, uh, the social media when you guys post about the people who've lost X amount of percent body fat and X amount of it's weight crazy. and you see the change that's happening, you know, and it's gotta be it's got to be amazing. So 
I, I'm sure from your perspective and, and Lauren's and, and the other coaches, you guys start to see patterns of people. Um, I think that's, that's some of the things that we're trying to like tease out a little bit is yeah. what are some of the patterns that, you know, you see of hundreds of people coming through and you guys have been in business going on four years now and, and really it goes way back beyond that to yeah. when we were back in Chicago. So you start to see patterns of people who are healthy. Um, that's not just how much they can squat or whatever, but like they're li- living full lives because they're healthy. So I'm curious if you've seen, you know, patterns in some of your members over the years that we can kind of draw some, some details from and, and look at some of those patterns that we can start to adopt those ourselves. I, I love, love that question. <laughs> I, I Fantastic. Um, I think there's a couple things. One of the things uh, Lauren and I talk about a ton and that we've dug into a lot recently um, is identity shift. And so I think, um, and th- a lot of this comes from, I don't know if you've read Atomic Habits. That's like James mm, Clear. That's James like, Clear. I've, heard, I've seen it. Oh, I have not so read Lauren, a couple like, people here Lauren did a book study on it. treats it like a, like a college textbook. Like she highlights it and brings it around. Really? Oh, it's, yeah. But it talks a lot about identity yeah, change. Identity change. Huh, and okay. how... Uh, if you identify, say you identify as a fitness person, all your decisions going forward become based around that versus somebody that's on a diet. There's an internal struggle. Mm. Am I on a diet? Am I making a choice? Maybe I'm not really the healthy person. I'm mm. kind of drawn towards donuts or whatever. You can still eat donuts when you're healthy, but don't get me wrong. So it's more of a mindset. It's shift. a mindset shift for sure. And I think um, that's the that's the biggest thing. And I think backing it out mm. to be willing and able to make that shift, I think you have to be vulnerable. Like mm. we talked, the Brene yeah. Brown stuff, like it's unless you commit to that identity shift or commit to a program or a coach, mm. it's not, it's not going to happen. We see people, there's kind of two types of people, people that come in and don't, everyone needs to make a change. Mm. I, I still need to make changes. I'm sure you do. Like we're, mm. no one's their Perfect, best yeah. self. But to make the change, you have to be willing to admit and identify there's something that you want to change. Hmm. And so a lot of times I think people get really, um, it's an ego thing, I think, on some level, like to admit fault, to admit that I'm not the person that I want to be. Hmm. There's things I want to change. I'm not present for my family as much as I want to be. I'm not able to work as well. Hmm. If you can't admit that, then you're, then you're stuck. Like hmm. You have to open up and be vulnerable and say, like, I'm not who I want to be, but I want to get better. So, wow. So many questions. <laughs> well, I think about, I mean, I don't know if this is, I think I'm, you know, I'm thinking of different scenarios where I've like faced the music or, you know, it's, um, whether that's like a body scan, I know that's something that you guys do there or like, you see a picture of yourself and you're like, that is not me. Like, that's not my identity. Is that kind yeah. of what you mean? Like, yeah, and it could be, it could be physical appearance. A lot of times, honestly, it's, it's being present in your life. Like Hmm. how do you show up for your family? Hmm. You know what I mean? We find a lot of times people, um, one of the things we were, to be frank, we were caught off guard coming home. Like the population's different in the city, like in the city of Chicago versus Northeast Ohio. It's very, it's very comfortable here. And I don't think Hmm. anybody's going to fight me on, on that one. Like the cost of living's low, there's space. Midwest, yeah. 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 And so I think sometimes people are comfortable um, but they're not happy. Huh. Like growth stops for some people at a certain point. If you're not pushed and it, all of a sudden you look around, man, got some dad bod going on, <laughs> man. And you know what that leads to? Oh, I don't feel confident when I'm out with my wife. Huh. I can't keep up with my kids anymore. Huh. But if I've surrounded myself with people that aren't pushing, hmm. it's easy to stay there. So how do we, I have not read the book, um, atomic habits, but, um, Feel like I need to need to pick it up, but what are some of the ways where people can make that shift, that identity? Does it? Have you seen members or yourself? You know, how do you shift that identity? I think uh, it begins with belief. Like you, it's I guess in a way it's breaking beliefs. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of people think they can't hmm. make a change. Um, so it's obviously, I, I will say most people number one know that something needs to change, hmm. um, and we see it all the time. I mean, we have people, we, if we put an ad out or an, uh, an offer out, you know, that we're taking, you know, however many people into a program sure. for transformation, we'll get 10 times as many people opt in, hmm. give us their information and say, I'm interested, then we'll actually show oh, up okay. and do it. So, so there's so awareness. Yeah. It's there. They know. Hmm. Um, 
but it's tough. It's tough to put yourself out there and say, to walk into the gym. Like no one deserves more credit in my book than the person that comes to the gym mm. that is grossly overweight, out of shape, hasn't done anything in forever. Like those, it's those be, are the it's ones. It's gotta be so intimidating. Yeah. 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 Like think about what they're overcoming. Like it's easy for you to walk into a gym. You need to lose 10 pounds and 1% body fat, maybe, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I was thinking like 15. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. No, I don't want to discount what no, you're it's doing. No, different, different like, deal. Yeah, for sure. It is. So for yeah. somebody to come to us and be vulnerable and, and admit that they need that help, like that's the game changer. If you can mm. do that, because those are the people that end up making the change. Because hmm. otherwise, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're not all in, you're all out yeah. on, on some level. I love that. So it's, it starts with yeah the mentality, the self, your self image, or whatever you want to call it, your identity that you yeah, have. And yourself I, and I, part of it, I think you need to be around somebody. Obviously, to be vulnerable, you have to be comfortable with mm-hmm. who you're around. And for us, one of our big things is community environment. Like putting yourself in the right environment. Mm-hmm. We will always create an environment where you feel comfortable, mm-hmm. and that goes along. You have to be able to laugh and chill and have fun mm-hmm. at the gym. If you're in an intense place, maybe you don't feel right about being vulnerable and saying, "Oh, I need." need to change but if you can smile yeah it's easier man it's so much more than uh, just good programming you know it seems like you guys are oh. very very intentional about the culture and the uh it's changed a lot the people we came in we were very we've pivoted <laughs> speaking of pivot away from kind of performance based because lauren and i are both athletes lauren's still like this incredible athlete yeah so that's where we yeah, thought our right. niche was going to be like, we can, this is what we know. Mm-hmm. And then we got here and we're like, wow, this isn't the landscape we expected. But then we started to mm-hmm. see some of what we could do and how we could affect people and how we connected. Like it's, mm-hmm. for, it's all for us. It's connection. End of the day. Yeah. The most important thing. And so once we felt that connection and saw the change, we're like, awesome. all that's going on, uh, all in on this. Yeah. This transformation thing. This is amazing. Well, it's like relationship rich, you know, it's uh, yeah. people, people come in and it's not just about the workout, you know, cause you can get a workout anywhere. Yes. So it's, it seems like it's about something much bigger than that. You know, and you guys even talk about that with one of the mottos in the gym. I know is live big. Yes. So it's not so much about what you can do in the gym really, you know, it's for what I've seen it's what you can do outside the gym. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the most important, right? Yeah. Um, and we do, you know, we do whitewater rafting trips and we try and push people's boundaries a little bit in terms of something uh, fitness and health related a little bit, but just mm-hmm. a little bit out of the comfort zone, just trying to expand your, your life horizons. Um, that's, that's awesome. But we also look at health like, and I, I know most people hopefully think of it like this, mm-hmm. but it's, it's physical, it's mental and it's emotional. Mm-hmm. It, there's three parts at least to your health. So if we're truly going to help somebody, we can't just give them a program and say, Hey, you're in amazing shape. You're still unhappy, but Mm. you look great. Like that doesn't work. You know, I'd rather have you be happy and be at 80% of your physical capacity, you know, cause you're going to be, it's going to fulfill you more than the mirror doesn't fulfill you. Mm -hmm. It does in an instant, but it fades. It fades. Yeah. That's awesome. It's cool that you're, I mean, you guys are thinking about the, you know, the person outside the gym and what it, what it creates for that you know, that confidence or their relationship with their kids or their wife, um, and, and much bigger. What, what about on the flip side? So people are cruising, they, they've, they've made this identity shift and they're, you know, they they see themselves as healthy and they have an image of what they want to be. Um, what, what about maybe some of the opposite side of it that maybe some things that we could look and hopefully avoid in terms of, uh, you know, the reasons why people maybe fall out of good, patterns that they fall into or good habits that they've fallen into what are what are some of the things that that are causing them to get off track if anything yeah uh, we definitely see it i think back to the identity so if you if you envision yourself or identify as a healthy person it's a it's a long it's a long play right Mm -hmm. like it's something you're just gonna make healthy choices you're on vacation healthy guy you work out Mm -hmm. you don't have to work out every day but you but need you're to, moving. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get up and get moving. If you're just doing a six week program or you're just on a diet, hmm. I'm going to take a break. The breaks don't, they, they snowball. Yeah. Right? yeah they keep adding up. It's a slippery though, slope. Yeah. yeah. Another big one, especially with our demographic kids, right? Kids hmm. get in the way. Hmm. Um, 
Whereas like, ideally I would like people to envision kids as inspiration. Mm -hmm. They're not a reason to not work out. Mm -hmm. Like they see everything we do, right? Yeah. So you can be with them and live your best life with them. A hundred percent. And that's, it's funny. Someone, uh, one of our mentors mentioned it as, uh, instead of generational wealth that people accumulate Mm -hmm. generational health. Mm -hmm. So when parents are healthy, it trickles down the chances your kids are going to inherit that health from the habits of watching you growing up active, hmm. um, it spreads. Yeah. So people need to remember that. And not, yeah. And not just the, uh, I would imagine not just the physical health, you know, the, no, the, everything. the, yeah, the mental, growth. Like the confidence, the emotional health, all that, all that stuff. Yeah. hundred percent. That's cool. So you've been to a couple of the ISI retreats and you've, you know, you've shared, um, he spoke at one of them and um, led a bunch of workouts, which thank you for doing that. <laughs> um, I'm curious, you know, what, what your take is on, on the retreats themselves, what you've seen um, as beneficial to yourself or some of the guys um, in terms of what, you know, what, what, what about it has been different or meaningful to you or what you've observed from your perspective? Um. I think there's a lot going on there. There's a lot, there's a lot of good stuff to, to talk about. I think personally, obviously I, I loved sharing kind of our message when I got to speak. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like the other speakers are all fantastic. I mentioned Tommy Newberry, mm-hmm. just fantastic in terms of, I love the way he approached, um, the, um, the spouse relationship, the kids relationship. I took a lot home, mm-hmm. um, from that, um, I think in general, it's really cool because I think the first time that we had breakfast, mm-hmm. um, we talked about this, kind of, how awesome is it for men to get together mm-hmm. without that ego surrounding everything and people feeling like they can't share hardships and, and whatever it is. So to be at ISI, kind of sit back, mm-hmm. like I picture being in the back corner of that room and just watching the different conversations. Yeah throughout the room with guys just being normal people yeah. Yeah, like it's being, okay yeah, just being real being exactly yeah. being authentic I, I i don't think um and we're all guilty of not letting that happen enough but um i thought it was funny i thought of it this morning like that the guys that i'm tight with my friends mm-hmm. we tell each other we love each other hmm. um and they're mostly guys from chicago you that's, that's go through war with people that's kind of how you feel but yeah. like it's not just my family now. I have close guy friends and like it's happened in the last like three, four, five years. I think mm-hmm. if, as we've matured and felt comfortable and have kids, yeah, um, it's just led to that. But like that's one of those things I don't think happens very often and it, sh- it should be it should be OK. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not. And I think ISI kind of fosters that feeling, even if it's just for a weekend, mm-hmm. like that can that moves a needle for people. And yeah. I think that's special. Yeah, that that um, that environment is. uh is unique it was a not something that we anticipated i didn't i personally didn't and i I think it's something that we crave you know those like meaningful relationships yeah and um it's it's neat to see them developing and you know not just at the retreat it's that's just a 24-hour like little blip of time but it's really outside and getting to know these people that have like-minded interests and things and so yeah it's cool that you saw that too it's what I found there is it's less about content and less about like, I mean, the teaching is good. You kind of need to have something to spark a conversation, but it's more yeah. about, I think if, if you stripped it all away, most people care about the connection that they made with somebody or the relationship they have. Yeah. And cause that's, that's more meaningful. Than it is. It's funny. The last, the last one that I was at, we were out around the campfire outside. I talked to your brother for, oh, did you? <laughs> I mean, for a super long time and I didn't know him very well before, but in mm-hmm. that, environment like you said it just creates a place where it's just open you feel like you get to know people really quickly mm-hmm. um yeah it's, it's very very unique there should be more opportunities for people to do stuff like that yeah no thanks for you know jumping in and, and helping shape it to what it is it's really it's really been awesome so um I'm curious, you know, so I work <laughs> uh, you know, with, uh, with Nancy, Nancy works, you know, here in our business and she's our, uh, you know, chief marketing officer and you work with Lauren day in and day out. Um, I know that's something that some of us do and I'm just, you know, curious if you want to touch on that in terms of track and how you guys yeah. roll and complement each other. Um, it's been super, <laughs> it's been super easy. There've been no speed bumps along the way. <laughs> Smooth sailing, easy. Oh, it'd be calm. the greatest lie I've ever told. 
Um, she's awesome. I she's she amazing. Such an awesome spirit she's about her. amazing. Um, and it, she yeah, yeah. We just need her to realize it. Yeah. She uh, people are drawn to her for sure. I'm lucky, but she. Uh, it, I maybe I'm the positive one. I'm always like, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be easy. We're gonna work together. Um, but it's been super challenging. It's a it's a growth process, mm. um, like everything. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. I know she does, but and I know she won't mind me telling you she's quit four or five times already, <laughs> and I keep rehiring her because she comes to me to quit. So I don't really know what to do like, it, right. it's gotten to that place like honestly i think she's tried to quit yeah um because at some <laughs> point the balance i mean it's like anybody the balance the work life because my brain unfortunately never stops thinking about yeah. growing the business yeah and so all of a sudden it bleeds over into dinner and then it bleeds over you know after the kids are in bed yeah yeah, and she's a strong, she's a strong woman. She'll let me know, um, which is good. I appreciate that. I yeah. need slapped around every once in a while. So we all do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you try to create boundaries at all? Like, or is it just kind of over time? You kind of know it just becomes normal. You know, it's one of those best intentions. I think we wanted boundaries, and mm -hmm. we try. Yeah. But we try and mold. <laughs> we can't yeah. shape it totally. We try and keep a work talk after dinner to just dreaming work talk like growth mm -hmm. happy yeah not issues type mm -hmm. of stuff um but i part of it's probably too that initial when we came back to do this like we spent the first year dreaming and trying to find a space and build out a space we weren't working so that was stressful in its own right sure. yeah. living in a rental house because our house sold so fast we didn't know where we we're gonna live yeah with three kids yeah, with three kids <laughs> like you're kids. trying to learn about where, where should they go to school or find doc like it was that that was, that was like, the was that the toughest time of that in the last four or five years? So it's through? funny that, that was the toughest point to that point of my life. Not hmm. any question. Really? I, Lauren loves this story. I walked around. So we moved back. I didn't have a job, real yeah. job. Yeah. I had a dream of what I want to do. I didn't know how to make it happen because we're in a new place and a lot of new and a lot of new things. I walked around in a bathrobe every day. I don't think I put clothes on for like three weeks. Like I didn't know what to do. Yes. I was like scouring the internet for ideas and, mm. and trying to build vision and write, mm. you know, emails and how exactly we find really? coaches. Oh, I was yeah. But you knew what was the vision you had at that point? Did we you knew know you wanted to open a facility. Yeah, we knew, but it was more like I, I'm not. Some people know this. I'm not a huge detail guy. I'm the vision guy. <laughs> I had the, I've seen some detail. That's right? <laughs> I had the vision, but it was very hard for me to execute it huh. at that point and manage the rest of my life. And still, I was dealing with a, I was dealing with a lot. I, yeah. Leaving what I left, yeah. like going from 100 to zero is really hard. And then knowing that your friends are still going 100 back in Chicago, like... Mm debilitated me that like legitimately there was some depression there i got you know what helped me a lot i wrote i journaled like crazy like really? not like appreciation but like pages of just thoughts just, just getting it out yeah it was honest to god it was hard it was really yeah. it was hard but then i mentioned that to that point uh, we equaled that low point i told a couple just yeah. recently with changing directions pivot in the business from um, we got really, really close to doing a second location that had been a dream of ours since we started and it didn't, it didn't work out for a few reasons. And we pivoted into a new space and that couple weeks in, I guess it was probably in early February. It was like, yeah, as bad we had, Lauren had some health issues and we had these other, I mean, it was just everything at once. She's mm -hmm. dealing with softball questions and yeah. we didn't know where we were going to be. Hmm. And so it was like, it was hard. Yeah, letting go of the you know, this thing you were thinking and letting being hard to like like similar to when you were letting go of the the identity of who you were, yes. or what, not even who you were, but what you did, I guess, in Chicago. To... That's a super um, super keen observation, and I haven't, I don't think I've realized it yet. But it was for me and Lauren, the identity was that we were gonna have multiple gyms mm. in Northeast Ohio. And that was so tied in mm. to like me. Yeah, this is it, I'm making this happen, yeah. Yeah, 
and to give that up was like I can't describe the feeling it made me ill Hmm. like I didn't there were a couple nights I did not sleep because it's a fight it's giving I know that we could have done it but it's almost it was admitting defeat in a way to me yeah well and as a leader of your business and all your your team and everybody you've you feel like you needed to follow through probably. I mean, not to put words in your mouth. No, it's a hundred percent. I needed, I felt like I needed to follow through for Lauren too, mm-hmm. because I mean, I, this whole thing, I pressed this like, mm. yeah, she, She's like, she okay. was, she was unbelievable in being along for the ride and realizing that I was insanely passionate about it. Oh. And she is too, but mm. she wasn't going to a job that made her miserable in Chicago. She was, she was happy. She was cool. She was, crazy. She was totally cool. So, man, I felt res- like incredibly responsible wow. for a lot of different things. And to have that couple week period where before we pivoted into this awesome kind of online vision that we have now, yeah, I didn't have I didn't have detail around it. So if you're a vision guy and you don't have vision, you're in, you're what struggling. am I worth all of a sudden? What am I doing? Like yeah. I'm letting everyone down. So still dealing with some weight loss issues from that Yeah, stress. no, that's for, I mean, she's, well, I guess that draws two questions for me. One is, um, I don't know if it's too early to draw your learning. Because I, I feel like, you know, when you, it's great to like fail forward and, and learn from those experiences yeah. that maybe hurt a little bit. Um, but that's how we all get better, right? Is like, it's how your physical body gets better. It's yeah. how we make better decisions. But is it too early to, you know, learn from, what you went through and, and letting go no. of that or have you kind of captured some I, the funny thing is and I think this holds true for a lot of people I, I knew I knew the answer hmm. I just forgot it hmm. I learned the lesson four years ago it's gonna be okay hmm. it, I we're gonna make something work we are surrounded by amazing people we're survivors we've you can't fail yeah. No, it's not going to happen, right? So, and it, it was funny, two weeks ago or a month ago, whatever it was, the, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge believer in surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah. And so when the right people are there, reach out, ask them. Yeah. I, I spent hours on the phone and in person with people that I really trusted, just bouncing ideas. What do you think about? Hmm. Everyone was like, what do you, stre-? like, it's really? okay, man. Yeah. But I still feel or felt that pressure. And now looking back, it's been two or three weeks. I'm like, man, I can't believe I forgot that it's going to be okay. <laughs> like if this doesn't happen, it's yeah, all over. Like it's all over, yeah. The stresses that we went through four years ago, like one of them was that the lo- original location we came back to open up in Akron hmm. fell through. And we had to start from scratch. And mm. I remember at the time, like, oh my God, this is what are we going to do? <laughs> It led to us finding an even better spot. Better setup, yeah. Yeah, and now we, now I'm like two weeks, three weeks later, I'm like, well, that second location didn't work out, but now we've got this incredible opportunity online. Yeah. yeah. Like, man, yeah. how didn't I see that? It's tough to see it in the moment, you know, because it, it hurts. It's you know, you're it in hurts. it, and you're in the in the middle of it. Where they say a setback is a setup for a comeback. You know, I, I love that. Big time. You know it's and it's you know what? It's funny. I have a friend out in LA from college that's gone through a ton of he he went at one point worked at William Morris's which is a big talent agency hmm. fancy suit you know hmm. possession ego driven business now he's an incredible insanely popular yoga instructor really yes wow. and he's a ridiculous athlete he's this guy like Brent LaFoon I'll throw him out there okay look him up he's incredible played Good. football Brent at Dartmouth LaFoon. like okay but he's this yogi and his <laughs> his spiritual kind of side he got me into this whole thing like hmm things aren't good or bad. Hmm. They just are like that falling through a second location. It's only bad if we make it bad. Hmm. It was actually awesome because now look at what we get to do online. Like we get to go in a different direction. Well, that was better. Yeah. That was my, that was my other question was, I don't know if it's too early or not, but if you want to talk a little bit about what the new pivot was and what you're excited about and kind of maybe what that one door closing, what the other one that really opened up for you guys was. Yeah, I think so. We it's the same vision. We just we're gonna try and reach more people online. Um, it's called the Epic Life Project, and it's basically focused on life transformation with the foundation in fitness. Hmm. Fitness being, you know, physical nutrition, you know, lifestyle and habit mindset stuff. Um, same thing we've done in person, but we Lauren's <laughs> she's not a celebrity by any means, but she 
being in Canada, being Olympian, she has people know who she are. Sure. Everybody said everyone loves her. Yeah. Um, and so we have people that reach out from all over North America for our program. We've never had anything to offer. And so now we're going to focus on being able to fulfill and help people all over the place, which is like a dream for us. And we get to utilize our team at track, which I mean, these are our people. Yeah. We love our team. Yeah. And so it's, you're not physically in Akron, you know, area. It's yes. still a good access to you guys. Yes. And we're really excited about that. That's awesome. You guys have a great team. They're amazing. So it's awesome that you can they share are. it in a way, you know, and you can't physically be there. So that is, that is really cool. So what about you? So um, I'm curious, you know, looking back, um, there's so much, so much to cover, but I'm curious, what, what are some of the moments that are you're most proud of when you, when you look back um, up until this date? Experiences or moments that really get you Holy going? Holy cow. That's a great question. I don't, I guess, I don't think of, I don't know that I think of moments. I th- maybe I think of places in time. Like I, and, and I'm a, I'm huge on not having regrets. Mm-hmm. Like I can probably count one, like 0.5 true regrets in my life. Cause I think I've learned from hmm. most of the things yeah. that I've done. Um, but like one thing I'm really proud of right now, I've been really, really patient with my kids. Yeah. Um, Being present and patient. Yeah. Mm. It, that's, that's hard. Like <clears throat> our, my kids are young. I've got a couple knucklehead boys <laughs> that like, I, it's just tough, man. It's been tough raising the kids, opening the business, moving, all these things put a lot of stress in my life. Sure. And it's, I write it in my journal every day. Yeah. I'm going to be a patient and loving dad and husband. And like they say, and Tommy Newberry talked about yeah. it. You have to, you have to write it mm-hmm. to say it, to believe it. Mm-hmm. And it, like it literally imprints in your brain mm-hmm. and it affects you. And I think like, I'm, I feel so good about that. Loving and patient. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, I'm sure they feel that too. I'm sure the kids feel that, that yeah. patience. Man, my life's a blur. I can't. I Isn't can't, it crazy? <laughs> like, it really is. I guess you just like, tend to live in the moment. You know, tend to yeah, live in the here. The things now. that I, I guess a couple of the things that I think looking back that shaped me and that I'm proud of are taking chances, hmm. doing like it's funny. Like looking back, like I went away to college with I didn't know a single person. Yeah, I went to Chicago to play football and yeah. Yeah, I went. I went to Chicago from Dartmouth, and when I got there, I didn't know a single person. Wow. So to do these things. I moved home. It's funny. I moved home and only had two friends that still lived here. Mm. Um, being able to kind of take chances that way mm-hmm. and, and roll with it is something that I'm Absolutely. happy about. Absolutely. Super Even though I end up in a bathrobe for three weeks that, and hey, stuff like that. No, but you, you know, you're resilient. You, you know, you bounce through those, those moments and it sounds like, sounds like journaling has been a really important part of your, I love, your I day. love to write. Yeah. I when do you, write. When do you do it? Or is it throughout the day? Or No, I usually, um, hopefully, um, most usually first thing morning. in the morning. Yeah. 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 Big, another Tommy Newberry. Big so morning routine. What, so like the, like today, say you were journal, yeah. journaling today, were you journaling about just whatever's in your head? So or? today I wrote, um, today I just wrote, it was more appreciation stuff today. Hmm. Um, I, I'll write, it's funny, I'll write social media posts just to kind of, get stuff out there because yeah. I know a lot of people are thinking hmm. I'm not abnormal I know I'm not different we all go through especially guys we go yeah. through a lot of the same stresses in yeah. life yeah. and so I don't mind sharing it but what happens is I'll write these things out and then I'll just like send them to Lauren and I won't post them hmm. so like that's a way for me to get to get things out um, i I just like to write and express myself. Yeah, no, that's it's cool that you, you know, I guess came it's across an that. And yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I don't a journal, but you know, sometimes I'll I'll write like gratitude things I'm grateful for. I try to yeah. recognize it in the moment as it's happening. But um, but I, there has been times where I've I've written a journal that it is it is an awesome feeling. Um, so it's cool that you found it as a super helpful thing for you. Yeah, it helped me a ton four years ago. That was one of the major things, like I said, that got me out of the hole. Yeah. And so it stuck with me, like, since. It's funny also to go back and read those. From, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's crazy. Do you have them from when oh, you yeah. wrote, I, wrote? Everything I've ever written, man. You I have it. I've kept in a book. Yeah. Wow. 
Do you yeah. crack it open every once in a while? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I leave it out around the house. <laughs> no, well, we like just recently else. we recently moved, you know, a couple months ago. And, you know, pack everything up, unpacking, go through these old yes. notebooks. And I'll see, you know, things I was writing back, you know, whatever, four or five, seven years ago, ten years ago. It's like, holy, you know, I can't believe I was getting worked up over that thing. Yeah. Or it was cool that I was excited for that thing. And now, you know, whatever it turned into. It's so neat to look back on that stuff and, and have yeah. it. Yeah, it's like the written record. Yeah, yeah, it's really awesome. It's cool. So what about, so journaling's a big, big tool for you, obviously. And um, I know you have like a specific one that you even like or you did at one point. Yeah. Um, any other any other tools, like, you know, practical things or that you and or Lauren or, or members that you've recommend at the gym um, that you found to be really helpful tools? Any, anything that comes to mind? I'm kind of working my way in, and I've gone in and out with this one, but meditation is something that, hmm. which the name, the word meditation turned me off at the start. Really? Um, but I think, however you want to look at it, mindfulness, yeah. just, and Michael Gervais is huge on this too, mm-hmm. focusing on your breathing. And for me, like, that's funny. When I'm stressed, I hold tight in the chest and I'll realize it. Mm. I'll take a deep breath, get a little belly breath in there. Mm. And just being super mindful of what I'm carrying with me physically, hmm. um, it sounds crazy now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. No, when you said that, I was like, I don't think I've breathed in the last forty minutes as we've been yeah, talking. Yeah, you know, honestly, un- to lay, I'll take uh, six or eight minutes and lay on the couch, like hmm. in the middle of the day, if I feel like I need it. Hmm. And literally, and working breath work. You, we talked about yes. this. Having that belly breath versus keeping tight in the chest is relaxing. That's everything out for me. So I'll put my phone on my stomach and watch it go up and just down. Just to see it go move. Yeah, because that's how I can tell that I'm breathing correctly. Hmm. And I'll just hmm. try and tune everything out. Be totally mindful for six or eight minutes. Refocus. It's, man, it's, I, I find myself carrying stress. Yeah. Um, which is part of life. I get it. It's nothing catastrophic, yeah, but like but way to deal with it. If I can deal with it. Yeah. Also a big, uh, big whoop uh, yeah. guy. Which one's that? What's the whoop? Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I monitor my, my, uh, resting heart rate every night, how my sleep monitor my sleep and do my, uh, that's a must have. You, you've had that for a couple months now. I love, so it's been over six months. Lauren and I both have them. Sweet. I think it would be fascinating. I want to, we talked about having the kids get them. Really? So you can see how your kids sleep and recover. Huh. It's, it's fascinating. Yeah. Track. What does it track when you're sleeping? You're uh, it, ta- it tracks deep sleep, REM sleep, oh, wow. total disturbances, everything. Whoa. So it's one of those things where I'm like, well, what do you, it's only worth it if you do something about it. Yeah. But it's amazing to see how it forces me. I'm like, man, it's like a mm-hmm. video game. I yeah. need to get more sleep to get my yeah. my rating up. What did you find out that you were not sleeping enough? I found time? out that I'm definitely not sleeping enough. A super interesting thing, and this is applies to all Whoop users. <laughs> cut down on drinking, because you'll see how your sleep is affected by even a couple drinks. Really? Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I sleep better when I have a you know glass oh, of wine at night. Adverse effect. Adverse effect. Really? Yeah. It's a total. It didn't wind you down at all? Huh? No. No, it's bad. So your HRV, your Dude. heart rate va- variability gets screwed up. So you're less recovered. So I've cut down a ton. I didn't drink very much at all, but I'm like... Yeah, even less. I got Dude, like what, nothing now. <laughs> which have you found is your optimal amount of sleep that you try to get? I would, To be honest, like I used to think, tell myself that story that I'm the guy, you know, that only needs six, six. hours of sleep, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. Um, I would love to get eight hours of sleep, but realistically... It's the getting to bed part. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, I can get, get up. Young guys and little kids. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, so it's hard. Um, Do you shoot for eight, though? Is that kind of your goal? Yeah, I, your I would goal. love to. Yeah. It's just you have to get to bed so early to do that. I don't yeah. know how you get up at If five. your kids go to bed a little bit late, like, you have no chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, what about, so outside of, like, practical tools, obviously meditation is big. Um, any other habits? Um, whether that's in the gym or outside the gym or with family. I know you guys did walk a lot. When obviously not come, maybe getting into the spring and summer here would be a little bit nicer. But yeah, we're back walking. Are you guys? Yeah. Yeah, we um, walk a ton more and I. Vision um, walks, right? She calls it the vision walk. I have a, <laughs> I have a friend that calls it the division walk. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> it depends no. how your day is going. <laughs> but no, I. you know what? I love, I love walking. The days, so through the winter, my parents go down to Florida, like we talked about. Yeah. I stole their treadmill out of their house. 
and put it in my basement. So I'll wake up at oh, five 30 or something. Yeah. And, and I'll, before anyone's up, I'll throw on a podcast and walk for 20 minutes, mm. throw it on a hill and just get the blood flowing. But yeah. I'd obviously rather walk with Lauren and just kind of yeah. set the tone for the day. It's cool. I love that. I love it. I love it. That's pretty cool. So we got so walking. Is that a, you try to do? Is it a daily thing, or as many days as possible? Oh, it's a, I would love to do it twice a day. Really? Yeah, for sure. Hmm, I'm awesome. a little bit of a lunatic. I have a pedometer. Lauren makes fun of me. No, I don't. I, mean, I don't do the iWatch thing because I don't want to know when people text me. I'm trying to cut. That's another one. Cutting technology, burying my phone. Are you? Yeah. I turn all my notifications off now. Nine o'clock. I can't. Nothing. My phone's mm-hmm. off basically. You, um, you bring it in the in the bedroom. So I this little tip i used to have it next to my bed forever yeah that's where my charger was Mm -hmm. i made a box at the foot of the bed like off the foot of the bed and Mm -hmm. i rigged all the chargers up underneath the bed to get to the box to it yeah and they the box has like a four inch cord in it so if your phone's plugged in you can't get it out of the box it's there it's It's there so i come in the bedroom and put my phone in the box so i'm not on it at night it's huge for connection with your wife yeah you're, well, it's a distraction, right? You know, we so, all fall into the same thing. You know, you look over and we're both on our I, phones. Like, what, what, what no. are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I, this is what I'm telling if, my parents. Not if someone do. was watching this, you'd be like, yeah. So yeah. the phone box is huge. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have? Do you? What do you do is for an alarm? Sorry, um, these are like really. No, that's the other. No, that's the other good. That's thing. like the only reason that you know. Yeah. So I the, having your alarm on your phone at the foot of the bed. Yeah. You have to get up to do it. You yeah. can't. You so can't, you still use the alarm on your phone. Yeah, for gotcha. sure. We, okay. So we also use, I'm throwing a lot at you right now. No, it's good. We, we start using uh, multiple alarms. So I'll have an alarm too. So I, we blocked out our day. We've gotten really deep down this hole. Of, yeah. So we go on Sunday, ideally, and plan our week. So we'll look across our week together. This is what we each have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, this Kid, is Kids' responsibilities. Yes. This is, this is, we're going to have, look, let's get coffee on mm-hmm. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That'll be a coffee date Wednesday. Uh, we've got date night on Saturday. Like nice. we'll plan everything out. Cool. Then I'll go on my phone every day and set my training. Like uh, it'll be whatever, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, 1145, sure. go train. Hmm. And then work those, th- use the alarm at night, hmm. 545, dinner time, like whatever it needs to be. Well, 845. It's prompting you to. Yeah, 845, to hit the shower. Hmm. Like start the process. That, when I can stick that I can go to bed early. I can get my sleep. Yeah. Everyone thinks morning routine. You got to set it up with the night routine. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Starting the night before for the, yeah. set the next day. So you're using actual alarms on the phone. You're not oh, yeah. creating calendar events. No, I rock the daily alarm. So Put some emojis on there so it looks it's cool. up at you. That's cool. <laughs> hey, that's a great tip. I mean, those are great. Those are great tactical things. Do you guys do a, uh, try to do a coffee like once a week, like try to get together just and date night you mentioned on Saturday is that like a, is that a habit where you guys in the marriage like it's pretty a, um, try to so think. we stole this I think from you <laughs> I love it see I'm, I, that's the other thing that's what Iron Sharpens Iron is all about yes honestly it's the whole steal point steal ideas from everywhere no ego with anything if I see yeah. I, I love you talked about quarterly I think overnights yeah we're doing it sweet like really getting away. game changer total Isn't game it? changer yeah yeah it's it's date night's amazing it's one thing but to have that extra focus quiet mm-hmm. work I've, on the marriage instead of in the marriage yeah well i found with i mean when nancy the first couple times we started doing it 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 took us a couple hours to like wind down <laughs> yes. yeah, like we, we went out to this place over on the east side and like you're still coming out, you're coming from work or whatever you're doing or getting the kids ready to be, you know, be with family or whatever's going on. And it's like, it took two or three hours. And then it got to like, oh, like we still have 18 hours together or whatever, 20 hours. And yeah. then you kind of just able to like connect, you know, in a way. And that's what I've seen also similar. We kind of talked about a little bit with the ISI retreat. That's intentionally why we created the overnight element was if it's just a, you know, a lunch or a dinner or a thing you go to, it's kind of like go in, get your thing, leave. When you don't have the time to actually like wind down, like connect with some other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, so that was like, that's part of the intention behind yeah. this specifically why it's away and overnight. Change the environment it's, and it puts your mindset in a totally different, Yeah. like we talk, you talk about different things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't, it was amazing. We went in December <laughs> for the first time Yeah. and like the reflection, we actually went for two nights uh just locally and we went to aurora oh, cool. and we talked about it when we got home we're like 
we didn't talk about the gym. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Like to just talk about our kids and kind of our family and our direction and mm-hmm. dreams and goof around a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just, just it was fun. incredible. Do what you did when you were dating. Yeah, date your wife. And, you know, yes. You're like, I know you're a big Tommy Newberry fan. He always says like, you know, forate your mate. Um, yeah. You know, pursue your wife. Pursue her. It's, awesome. it's It's so true. It sounds so corny. <laughs> but like... It yeah, is. look how good Lauren is for you. you it know, works. Or, like, yeah, yeah awesome. that's for so sure. Cool. And it's fun. Yeah, that's cool. Um, curious, any, um, you know, when it comes to like, I always ask this question, but life verses or mottos that you kind of have that, you know, kind of shape your mentality or something you come back to when you're, you know, feel like if you need a little pep in your step, is there anything that you go to? I think I have a, I have a handful. Yeah. Depending on my situation. Yeah. And str- where my stress level is at or whatever's going on mm-hmm. one of the there's a couple the first one i think about is um and i can't nail it down because it's pretty long but it, <laughs> like the gist it's uh dale carnegie oh yeah um basically action breeds confidence hmm. uh if you're I like that you know, and I think it's action breeds confidence inaction breeds doubt and fear. Mm. And so whenever I'm kind of stuck, I like to think a lot, yeah. getting the vision part straight. And so there's times when I get paralyzed in terms of like, I get stressed, like what's the decision going to just, just go, just go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Perfect. the enemy of great. Right. Like I think of that all the mm. time. I love that action breeds confidence the other one that i love um especially as we go online i'm mm-hmm. i'm transitioning to being comfortable doing videos mm-hmm. on social media or like getting our message out yeah, yeah um it's taken a long time so i love the man in the arena uh teddy roosevelt mm-hmm. basically like mm-hmm. that quote yeah it's uh, we just recently put it it's probably six by eight foot it's, it's on long. the on the wall of the gym yeah um nancy has that on her desk right now it's the best that's it awesome. is the best that's um, cool yes i love that one and then of course just be where your feet are hmm. love it it's awesome so good thanks for sharing yeah, all right so for love it uh what's the best way for people to <laughs> to, keep, to keep up with you or uh the business and what you guys are doing honestly probably facebook it sounds crazy no it doesn't People yeah. on Facebook, right? I hope. Where not, what you or track? Track, yeah, track, track athletics track or Dave Dave Regula, Lauren Regula. Okay. T R A K. Pretty, pretty yeah, T R A K. Pretty soon to be uh, the Epic Life Project. Awesome. Online. So sweet. Yeah, we're we're so excited. This is awesome. Thank you for the amount of wisdom. I feel <laughs> like I feel like uh, I got like the fire hose of all these things. You know, life, marriage, fitness, health mindset so really appreciate you appreciate everything you're doing and um look forward to our next chat thanks so thankful to be here it was good appreciate it